1: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
2: What's up, Paddle and Fin listeners? This is your host, Brian, from The OG Show. Just wanted to make you guys aware of Jackson Or's second annual catch-and-release charity tournament. Uh, that's K-A-T-C-H, Kayak Anglers together can help. This takes place September 13th, 14th, and 15th. It's an online event nationwide. Starts Friday at 6 a.m. Goes till Sunday at 7 p.m. Entry fees $20. TourneyX has waived the fees. You can sign up on X. Doesn't matter if you're a good angler, an experienced angler, new angler to the kayak fishing tournament world. So let's all get together and help Jackson out get this organized. Your hosts at Paddle and Finn have all come together, and we've decided any proceeds that we get from selling T-shirts, hoodies, long sleeves, things like that at the Paddle, the letter N, and Finn.com, go to the store tab. You buy any stuff, we're going to take the proceeds from that, donate it to the charity portion for Jackson's event. Um, That's something we wanted to do to help Jackson give back to some great organizations. So get signed up, guys. Jackson's trying to reach 100 anglers. I think it's an easy way for us to achieve, even if you can't fish it. It's 20 bucks, guys. Let's help out. What's up, boys and girls? Just wanted to take a quick minute to talk to you about the Paddle and Fin gear. If you haven't seen it yet, go to Paddle, the letter N in fin.com. Go click that store tab at the top. Check out the store. We got tons of t-shirt designs, long sleeves, hoodies, phone cases, you name it, it's on there. Give it a gander. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast. I'm Brian,
0: and this is Ricketts. Yeah, buddy,
2: this is this is a special episode tonight, my friend.
0: It's a Very special one. We've been uh, we've been excited for this ever since it. We heard rumors that it may happen. We've been geeking <laughs> out, both of us. So, yeah, yeah. we're super excited. Yeah. So uh, we got none other than the man
2: himself, Mr. Fluke Master, Mr. Gene Jensen. Gene, welcome to the show.
3: Hey, it's good to be here, man. How's
2: everybody doing? Good, man. Good. Yourself? I'm doing great, man. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're excited to uh, sit down and chat with you this evening. Um, I know we both got some questions, and uh, I put a little post up on Facebook to see if any of our followers had any questions. So we'll hit those at the end. We'll let that build up a little bit. But uh, we just basically want to get into you. So... um, you know, we always ask the question, you know, how you got into fishing and kayak fishing. Um, So why don't we just start with the fishing? How'd you, how'd
3: you get into fishing? Oh, um, back in the late seventies, early eighties, I was, um, I'm a seventh of eight kids and it was the middle of the recession and dad and mom couldn't afford to do anything but take us fishing. And so we would go to the North Georgia mountains and throw up a tent, a giant tent. And, uh, and camp for a week, a week or two during the summer, and go trout fishing. So that's kind of how it all started. I remember, the first fish I ever caught was actually in a creek in Virginia, in the Virginia mountains. A uh, little red eye bass I caught in, in Craig's Creek um, when I was like three or four. Nice. But I remember it like it was yesterday. I mean, actually, I probably can take somebody to the spot where I caught them if I was up there. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's cool.
2: <laughs> that's always cool going back to that spot. Um, yeah, you know i got a, a a spot close to home here uh i started fishing through the ice with my old man and i caught an 18 inch crappie through the ice and in northern illinois that's a pretty big crappie
3: i've, I've caught 218 no i've caught 217 i'm still looking for my 18 yeah. okay. <laughs> well you might have to come to northern illinois <laughs> i got a spot <laughs>
2: but yeah man i i still remember that like it was yesterday it's crazy and uh i know that that little incident there man it had, had fueled an addiction for for years to come so that's super cool so would you consider yourself that you were a trout fisherman before a bass fisherman being that you um, used to go trout fishing all the yeah. time
3: yeah yeah uh definitely, definitely well for stock trout okay i was pretty good with wild ones we we took two trips out west and fished snake river and and uh, in Henry's Fork and in that area, Yellowstone, nice, uh, that's where my dad grew up fishing. And okay. so, we would go out there and he taught me how to read the water and how to pick the flies. And I, I started tying flies when I was six or seven, and uh, and so I learned that side of it. But in North Georgia, it was all throw corn on a hook and let it you know drift down into <laughs> the, <of> the hole. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
3: I, but I because I knew how to read water well, I could find those little places that people would completely walk over and i'd catch fish out of little bitty holes which was a lot of fun that's awesome
2: Yep. very cool so when when did you first get into a kayak how did that all occur i've been paddling my
3: whole life um i i love a canoe i grew up yeah you know, I grew up in a canoe. Some, I mean, every once in a while I jump in a canoe. But as I was a Boy Scout, I was a, a, a the canoeing merit badge instructor for four years, and oh, wow. and uh, and learned how to paddle, learned how to get back in if I fell out, or all that other stuff, and, and would teach the teach as many kids as I could how to do that. But then paddle, and then kayaks all of a sudden morphed into what you know into fishing kayaks, and I'm like a fishing kayak, so I <laughs> I bought one for I think when I was 20. 28 29 i I bought one for 600 bucks and uh and paddled it for about two trips realized that it was not the right one for me and sold it to my (laughs) (laughs) brother-in-law and then saved and saved and saved and i can't remember what my next one was but i bought another one that had a seat in it and then that changed the world for me that's cool so yeah so
2: would you say you know you mentioned um you would teach uh the canoe merit badge would you think would you say that's where you started to uh
3: take on for educating others you know um yeah about that time i was a sunday school teacher plus you know i did i did a lot of teaching through scouts and things like that i was an eagle Eagle scout so but uh it just kind of all just kind of happened um but uh but yeah i love to uh, that lake that I used to teach the canoeing mirror badge on was, it was actually the lake that the first few Friday, the 13th movies were filmed on.
0: Oh, no way. Crystal.
3: So, yeah. So we had some wicked, uh, (laughs) ghost stories. (laughs) Um, But, uh, but it also was a really good bass lake. So in my off time, I jump in the in the in the canoe and I paddle around and, and fish the banks with a little, um, rooster tail and like a little worm and that's when i taught myself how to bat my dad was not a bass fisherman okay never has been in a boat with me period and until the day he died he never had been in a boat with me he wanted his knees in the water he never was interested and by the time he was interested in getting in a boat with me he because of parkinson's he was too unstable to do it and i couldn't do it so i told him i was mad at him a little (laughs) (laughs) oh man Uh, that's crazy but yeah, that's why I, I, I taught myself how to bass fish, and that's kind of when it came time to figure out, you know, what I was doing with bass fishing in the industry. I that had a lot to do with it—the fact that I really didn't have anybody that taught me how to bass fish.
0: Dude, that's but, crazy! Learning how to fish on the Friday the Thirteenth
3: Lake. Yeah, <laughs> that is awesome. I was born on Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's even yeah,
2: that's even crazier. <laughs> that's the best. That's what, the best. What month? What month is your birthday? September. I'm, I'm february the 13th my brother really? and my brother is december the 13th so awesome. we, we always
0: joke with my folks that they plan that out so they wouldn't forget about <laughs> My, a wife, is, my <laughs> wife is january 13th and my daughter is april 13th yeah yeah that's yeah. crazy yeah i know that is crazy <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, that's, uh, I guess that's a good segue because, you know, your one of your slogans is uh, teaching the world to fish. And, um, you know, when you mentioned, uh, you know, teaching canoes and stuff, I had always been curious where, where the inspiration to teach others came from. So, um, you know, what, what made you decide to start YouTube?
3: Um, Scouting again. I was a scout master. I okay. had a half a dozen Boy Scouts that I took fishing with me. And at that time I worked at the medical college of Georgia hospital on the weekends and it was weekend nights. I worked 40 hours from Friday night till Monday morning. Oh, wow. And, um, and I, so I couldn't take my boys, my scouts, uh, I couldn't teach them how to fish cause they were only off during school on the weekends. And so, um, YouTube was brand new and, uh, it was just at that time to me, it was just a place to host videos. Sure and it was free. So I didn't, and not everything else charged you to host videos. And right. so I just picked YouTube and started and told him, I said, look, I know how to, I know how to take pictures. Um, I'm pretty sure I can figure out how to shoot video and I'm going to learn how to edit. And I started editing these little basic instructional videos for my boy scouts and told them to go watch them. And so, um, the, I guess, uh, I did that for about two or three years and I realized that my scouts weren't the only ones watching. And I was also uh, a moderator on Bass Resource on, it was at the time the number one bass fishing um, uh, forum on the internet. And so uh, I just, I I started to observe things and watch people and noticed that people would rather watch videos than to read and, and all this other stuff. So I took everything that I would learn and put it into video form and just started making videos and it just kind of i didn't quit i mean i didn't get i didn't get my first hundred dollar check because i youtube doesn't pay you for till you get a hundred dollars right i was doing videos for four and a half years before i got my first hundred dollar check oh wow that's crazy and so i just never quit because it wasn't the money has never been important to me sure you know and so uh i just keep keep rock. it's important to keep my you know my family fed and everything else now but right it wasn't important back then so that's crazy so how how many years now has it been
2: since you originally put up your first video would you say um
3: uh, almost 12 years holy smokes wow yep over a decade making
0: videos
2: yeah that's crazy man that's crazy <laughs>
0: You know here's, huh? here's the crazy part is that you were able to make different fishing videos for 12 years you know what I mean that's kind of the crazy part because I, I think mean, that's it's the hard get part better. right
3: right yeah, you know? it's, got, it's, it's at that point now where it's it's pretty hard to make something different I really have to sit down and do research and figure it out to, to you know to figure out what video I want to do that I haven't done before now I'm going back every once in a while i'll go back and grab one of my more popular ones from back in the day and remake it just to update it and and to get more eyes on it um and a lot of times that helps because a lot of most people don't go back and binge watch my my videos back when i was shooting in 720p and you know and and they just don't they don't like to see that kind of quality so i try to up the quality and still give them the same information and then they'll be able to see it so
2: that's crazy. So I just pulled up your YouTube channel here. You got 330,000 subscribers. Oh, wow. 44.8 <laughs> million views. That's insane. <laughs> that, yeah. it, it's almost 44.9. That's crazy.
0: Well, I'm not nuts. a YouTube professional, but I have a feeling YouTube's cutting some checks now.
3: You know? uh, yeah, it's still, it, yeah, they are. I mean, I get a check every month now. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, it, you know, it's funny when I first signed up for YouTube and got, and tried to enter their partner sh- partner program. Yeah, they used to call it partner program, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I had to fill out a job application. Yeah and yeah. then they had, they went in and looked at your channel and they evaluated it and they said yes or no and i luckily got a first time yes cuz i already had like 30 something videos and i was i was rolling but they uh they really it now you just have to re- meet reach certain criteria back right. then they could say no if no matter what
2: right yeah they switched it now i think it's uh what 1,000 subs and so many hours, so many, so of many hours of yeah. views. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, you know, ten years ago, did you think you'd be still doing it?
3: Yeah, because I don't have any quit in me. Okay, uh, I didn't know I'd be. I didn't know I'd be doing it full time. Well, ten years ago, no, I didn't. Uh, four years before I quit my job, which was seven years ago. Okay, I picked the month that I was going to quit my job, and I missed it by three weeks. Mm. So well, let's, yeah, I, I, it was four years before I quit my job I, I told my wife the month I was gonna be able to do it. Well, oh let's, wow.
2: Let's talk about that. How did that conversation go? You come home and you're like, Hey honey,
3: I'm gonna quit my job. I'm just gonna well, do this. Yeah, full YouTuber, time. It, it was it was more or less Uh, a a series of arguments over the years. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And so, you know, it was, it was the ones that I was like, look, honey, I, this is something that I really feel like I, I am supposed to be doing. Sure. It would be my answer. I said, I said, I'm going to, I'll make sure that we don't go in the poorhouse. I'll make sure everything is good. I'm not going to quit my job. I was one of the, I was one of the highest paid x-ray techs in the state of Georgia. And so Um, I told her, I said, I would make sure everything was good. I'm not going to quit my job until that money is replaced and, and, and we feel good about it. So it was okay. Um, that, that conversation was, I told her, I said, it's going to be in four years. I said, by my, by my rate of growth over the last three or four years, I know I've got four more years before my income at the hospital will be, will be the same as my income from YouTube. And so, um, so then we just, that was, the transition was pretty easy. Okay. The hard part was I bought a new house and two hours later I sent in my notice to my, to the hospital. (laughs) Oh, wow. Was that strategic planning or? Well, they, a bank won't give you a loan unless you've got a job. (laughs) Right, right, right. right. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I waited till I signed for the loan. Uh, bought this eight and a half acre farm, and which is across the state from where I used to live, and I, and I, you know, my boss knew I was quitting. Everybody knew I was quitting. They, they, you know, it was everybody was ready for it. I just went through the motions. Then gave my a two week notice, you know, worked until the minute I left left my job, went in and signed out, and walked away. That's easy. So, yep.
2: Did you ever have somebody come in that was getting an x-ray going, I know you, I saw you on YouTube? All the time. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> guys were breaking their legs and arms intentionally just to come see you and get tips or what?
3: <laughs> uh, it was great. It was usually, and that's when I started visiting the my fans that got, got into the, put in the hospital for multiple days and stuff like that. I'd go up and sit down and talk with them and stuff like that. But that's I, I worked in the ER most of the time, and, yeah, I'd get those guys that broke their legs and, wait a minute, I know. The funniest one is the ones that recognize my voice from outside of the door. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Those are the ones that freak me out. I talk to them they're like, fluke master. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, that's crazy.
3: Oh, oh. Memories, man. Uh, I remember this one big chubby. He one too chubby, but he's a, he was a big redheaded kid that got hurt playing football one Friday night. We had the best time talking. He was stoked. He didn't care if he broke his leg or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So
0: did your did, did the hospital staff know that you were the like, psych uh, YouTube celebrity? Yeah, this, this celebrity.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. It was well, and I wasn't the only celebrity that came out of that X-ray department. We had one girl that went on The Voice and did really well on The Voice. And oh wow! And so we've done. And it was almost kind of simultaneous. But the cool, funny thing is, is that um, my department director of the radiology department was had been a friend of mine since i was 14 years old oh wow now we lived 120 miles from where we grew up wow and so it was just happenstance that he was my boss and (laughs) uh and so and his dad had been my scoutmaster when i was a teenager and his dad was my dad's best friend that's crazy yeah and so when it came time to quit he you know he he approached me at a, at a school function and we talked a little bit about it. He said, I hate surprises. Just let me know when it's going to be before there's a letter on my desk. <laughs> so I told him, I said, fine. I said, here's, here's what date I'm uh, the, the, the kind of the two or three week period where you're going to get to notice, get the notice. I said, but I need a guarantee from you that you won't let my next boss in charge of me fire me before that date. Yeah, and A lot right. of times they'll find your replacement and they'll get rid of you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, he said, yeah, you got a deal because his dad probably would have killed him, had he. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, man. So, I yeah. mean,
2: how did you, I guess, at what point did you feel like, uh, you know, that, that kind of stardom, so to speak, where you really started to gain some traction and you were like, just what is going on?
3: Um, it was kind of gradual. Yeah. And, and, and I'm a numbers guy. I'm kind of a, I I like to notice things with people. And my, the, the goal I always had is I wanted to start noticing the, I wanted to start seeing the older guys in the fishing world respond and comment and, and interact on my YouTube channel, like the fifties and sixties and seventies. Sure. And that's when I realized that I was touching a good broad spectrum is when i started actually getting those guys to comment i knew i was they were watching right youtube lets me know all of that right but i when i finally got the older guys to start commenting and i was able to answer questions and stuff like that that's when i knew it was it was getting to be you know just a little bit special in the age bracket you know there's other things that make that really blow my mind but the uh the older guys joining in now is just really cool to see because you never think i mean he, those are the guys that say hey tell me about the google yeah you know wanna...
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. the google yeah i got a good friend of mine he's a he, he he fishes walleye tournaments out of a big boat and uh he always calls a phone in an electric box he's 65 <laughs> years old he's like, get off yep. that electric box we're fishing <laughs> you know and i'm like oh geez come on scotty calm down buddy but, uh, yeah, no, that's cool, man. It, it's it's kind of crazy. Like, you know, we kind of see our demographics here as a podcast, and it's it's different, you know, and, and, you know, seeing that age range of people that we've had respond to us is kind of cool. You know, you're, you're hitting all these different demographics, and not only that, male and female, you know, yep. which is cool, which is definitely cool. It yep. just shows that our sport is growing, which, I mean, we can contribute part of that to you and what you're doing man so thank you absolutely very much.
3: So. yeah yeah that was one of the things that when i first started just having my nose in the industry is i watched a lot of it go down yeah you know a lot of the stuff go down and it was just through observation i realized that nobody's teaching anybody how to fish right right you know and it was not only observation is at that time i was guiding at a resort in north carolina called the kingfisher society And we had guys come and film TV shows there all the time. And one of the guys, I can't remember his name, but he's out of Texas. He's got a twin that they don't talk anymore. Um, But uh, he had a TV show and he was filming. And he said, "Yeah, he said TV shows aren't what they used to be." I was like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Now they just hey, watch me fish and buy my sponsor stuff because that's what sponsors have created." Yeah. You know, they no longer have the opportunity to teach, and that's when the light bulb went off. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah and that's when that was the beginning kind of the beginning that was the beginning of knowing what I was what I was going to start doing and I had already started the videos with my boy scouts and that kind of stuff but that's when I just buckled down and got serious about making it appealing to everybody and not just my scouts
2: that's very so,
3: cool I wish I would had kept all those videos that I made for my scouts I, that was the dumbest thing I ever did because I got rid of all of those and I didn't and, oh, the, and the hard drive I had them on doesn't work anymore so Oh, that's oh. a bummer. Yeah, maybe I can I still have the hard drive and in hopes that one day I'll be able to pull them off. How cool would that be? See the yeah, first that's... ever fluke video and compare yeah. it to like today's video. <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 How how surprised I mean, do you think you would be looking at those two back to back? Your first and your last.
3: <laughs> well, I have my first one on my YouTube on my channel, but I the the first one with me in my face, yeah, that'd be cool to have that one and have the other one
2: heck
3: yeah so yeah that's awesome so, well
0: go ahead Rick it's, sorry man hey, so no that's right. so we're on the we're on the topic of video and stuff what's your what's your video setup I mean what what is your go to that you feel like if you're on the water I know I can get this kind of quality this good video this good audio so
3: oh. um, I don't have one. (laughs) (laughs) I've had the hardest year and a half of audio issues. I bet I have spent $2,000 trying to fix my audio issues. Um, but, uh, I use, I use action cams, um, just because of their, their field of view and they're easy to set up and they're light and they fit on the, the camera mounts I use and everything else. Um, The the GoPro little um, microphone dongle that's 50 bucks is a piece of crap. Hmm. I've had two of them go out out on me, and they're not fun to replace. And now they're hard to find. I think there's only one place in the world you can buy them. Uh, So those are out. Um, So I bought a Sony, a little Sony action cam. It's a white one. uh, Looks like a little handheld camera, but it's an action cam. And it actually has a mic jack in the back, and that's been my best so far. Oh, Um, wow. The only issue with that is i can't see i can't pull the sd card out and plug it into my phone and open up the the files and watch the videos to make sure that and do my audio check i can't audio check them at all oh, yeah. till i get home and so but luckily i've had very few issues with that and then it's just like one thing after another the new dji action cams are really good they get good stable video and everything else they don't have looping, so I can't st- sit, set one up in the back of the boat, turn it on, plug it into a power source, and have it loop the video all day long and stop and start it when after I catch a fish. And because, yeah, there's no, like, so it just burns, th- it would just burn through SD, SD cards. cards. No tomorrow.
2: Yeah, uh. and that's,
3: that's like
2: hours of post edit, you know? No, just sorting yeah. through all that. Oh, God.
3: So I, I use a Hero 5 in the back on a power source and it's in looping. I use the Sony in front and then the DJI's for underwater footage and for footage right at the console when I'm can, when i sitting there working the camera and doing everything at the same time. So Very that's nice. my setup right now.
2: Nice. And Very I don't use cool. a
3: head cam because everybody would get dizzy because my head's always on a swivel <laughs> when I'm fishing.
0: So no big DSLR setups, no, no $3,000 cameras.
3: I have a DSLR that I use here In studio work, Um, and my son uses it. He he takes a videography class at school, so he gets to use that one uh, at home here, and then uses the school stuff at school. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go, folks. If you want to make professional quality videos, you don't need a
3: DSLR.
0: Nope. That's a good Mm -hmm. piece of information, man. So you know, two hundred dollars for was that is about two hundred bucks for the Sony.
3: Uh yeah, I think 24? it is like two two fifty something like that.
0: See, much. that's even cheaper than a GoPro, and yeah. it has mic ready. Very cool. cool. Yeah, that
2: and then the,
3: cool. the new the new Rode uh, uh, Wireless Go microphone. It's about the receiver and the transmitter are both about that big. Um, I use those with a lav mic, and it works just good, just as well. Nice. The only is is they have a power They they have to be charged after about three quarters of the day. Yeah, but it doesn't take long.
0: Hmm. Huh. There you go. Interesting. Very cool. So, Amazon, go ahead and get that pulled up. (laughs) It seems like every podcast,
2: every podcast, you're like ready to order something. Your wife is
0: going to kill you, dude. See the trick? (laughs) My wife and I don't share bank accounts. That's how I get away with it. Anybody want to pay
3: me? Pay me through PayPal. She
0: goes, goes, hey, baby, how was your bonus this month? Oh, that was bad. That was a (laughs) bad (laughs) bonus (laughs) this (laughs) month. I get all my Amazon packages delivered at my office, you know, so. Yeah. That's
2: funny. So, uh, so I sat down and talked with Mr. Butcher the other evening and uh, I, I gave him a round of his own medicine and made him play a round of plead the fifth. And uh, so as a joke, I said, which fluke master video would you contribute to your fishing skills? And the video he named off was the one he shot of you teaching your wife to fish. Mm-hmm. And he said that was pretty interesting, and he was upset that he couldn't play the blooper reels.
3: <laughs> Any comments? Yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it was- it was more frustrating than teaching my kids how to fish
0: (laughs) that is hilarious
3: so i mean with that being said
2: i know i know you fish a lot with your boys i've seen some videos and stuff of you fishing with your son and and things like that i mean do you guys uh make trips as a family quite a bit like go
3: out fishing or we try to um i don't do it near as much as i should that's for sure um but uh it's hard to video with them because everybody wants to be on their kayaks
1: sure
3: and you you start separating people and then you can't get a video anymore so right. um i try to take one or two of them at a time out in the boat and we get pretty decent videos or we just go fishing you know summertime is usually when we're just busting bluegill left and right you get a little sides you get side scan put on your boat and you go out deep and look for those deep bluegill beds and that nobody can nobody is touched and just you know 150 160 fish a day and have a blast oh, wow so, yeah that's a
2: that's definitely a good day on the water, no doubt. Oh, yeah. Here's a question for you. If you had to choose, big boat or a kayak? Whew. If you can only fish out of one. That's a tough question, huh? Yeah,
3: That's it'd have to kayak. be a kayak. Just because it's more fun to catch fish out of a kayak. Yeah. But it's a lot more fun to find them in a big boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot less work,
2: too. A lot less paddling yeah. or paddling. Well, you're running a torpedo now right
3: yeah it's yeah. it's not nearly as bad now that now that i'm running the torpedo so but you know when i'm in the, with everybody else it doesn't have a torpedo end up pulling them around <laughs> the whole lake <laughs> I mean, i've yeah. done that before
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny oh uh, yeah. well let's uh you know i know uh you set out a goal to qualify for the nc this year which you yep. did pretty quick yep you're already pre-fishing so i know my chances are out the window
3: (laughs) yeah uh, it's kind of at my home lake gunnersville um is i've got a lot of history with gunnersville and i haven't fished it much in the last two years okay until after until i got was getting ready for that tournament and so um it's just a fun lake to fish i don't go there and not catch a fish and I haven't done it for years because just the grass is so much fun to fish, and I'm I've gotten really good at it. But you know, March is a whole different ball game. They're moving in and out. They're getting ready to spawn. You know, the smallmouth are doing their thing. The only, my biggest concern is that this that the, the last two March kayak tournaments have been won on the exact same spot by the by a father and son duo, huh. mm. up at the dam, up at the Chicka, the uh, Nickajack Dam. Okay, so that's my biggest concern is, two two marches in a row, somebody's won a tournament, or won the tournament on the same exact spot. Interesting. And so, and they're catching smallmouth. Oh wow. Yep. So this year that's so going to be a red hot spot. Yeah, and so I'm kind of my plans. You know, I don't. I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to combat that because I don't want to join it. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, and so just trying to that'll be over the next few months that's that's what i'm focusing on is where are the big fish where are the longest fish in the lake and where are they going to be in march and so right now it's just a lot of scanning you know i've got to go fishing to make videos but right none of those videos are going to have anything to do with what's going on in march and so and then two weeks before the tournament that's when i'll start getting serious about pre-fishing and about finding the fish and everything else i just i want to spend the next few months just narrowing down the lake to an area that i want to focus on or to a, a a large section of the lake i want to focus on and that may hurt me you know and never you never know uh, just being on the lake too much may give me too much information to go off of yeah yeah uh,
2: yeah i could see that happening i've i've had tournaments where i've pre-fished for a week and didn't do so well and then pre-fished for two days and did awesome you know it's one of those things you know it's just you never know but there's a lot of water down there on gunnersville so yeah you know
3: that's yeah yeah that regional was a fun tournament though i i thought i'd figured out how i was going to catch the fish and then the last the last few hours of the next to last day of practice i just was just milling around and kind of goofing off and i scanned across this deep grass patch and i it just lit up like a christmas tree there were fish all over it and i made two casts and caught two decent bass and i'm like hmm (laughs) i just started zigzagging and i started looking i was like there are thousands of bass in this spot and so i i totally changed my game plan and left came back the next day made two more casts caught Caught one fish, got a bite, and shook it off, and uh, went uh, about three, two, three hundred 300 yards away and started trolling a uh, lipless crankbait back and forth in an area away from there. There was another deep hole that had grass in it and caught two over 20 inches. Wow. And then I took the hooks off of the lipless and started trolling it back and forth and got 10 or 12 bites, and that was my big fish spot, and I never went to my big fish spot during the tournament. Wow, <laughs> that's I was like I was like, I you know, and I wasn't trying to win. My goal was to to qualify for the national championship. Had I real, I knew it was going to take you know ninety plus inches to be in the top sixteen. And so uh, once I had ninety three inches, I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm not going to go over there. In the last half half hour of the day, I said, Yeah, oh, let's just go over there. So I zipped over there, made two passes. Uh, caught one that was a little bit shy of, of my calling size, and then uh got bit and sh- and, and lost a decent one. I don't know how big it was, and that was it. And I was like, "Well, I probably should have come over here and spent a few hours." <laughs> <laughs> but I was catching fish every cast all day long. It seemed like, so I didn't want to leave. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to do
2: that when you're on a uh, a nice solid bite. How do you leave yeah. that? You know
3: yeah exactly i could get the school fired up and catch you know and 10 cast fish catch eight fish you know and then they'd calm back down and i'd go to another grass patch and catch a couple and then fire a school up and 54 fish that day it was a lot of fun holy crap yeah wow I, I didn't move the boat 100 yards <laughs> jeez yeah yeah, that's,
2: that's a day I want to have during a tournament, that's for sure. That's for <laughs> sure. 54 a, for fish. There are a lot
3: of small ones. <laughs> I don't think
0: I've ever caught 54 bluegill in a day. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, what
2: are you doing? It's because you're taking naps on your blue sky. That's what you're talking about. It, it is, is exactly what it know. is.
0: Yeah, we've had that talk before. Sometimes I'll be in a tournament I'm like, I caught one, I'm good. let just <laughs> kick back bird watch you know <laughs> pull a little spunk action pull out my cell phone take a little snapshot of some birds you know that's me in
3: louisiana man i'll lay that that seat back on that bona fide and i'll be knocked out for yeah. about an hour or two.
0: well that's the best part man that's one of the fun parts for me too yep so very cool man so um
2: one thing i wanted to talk about with you is, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about brands and pro staffs and stuff. And uh, I think, you know, you have put it out there and you've been pretty vocal about it that, you know, you do not support anything you don't believe in. Yeah. Um, and I think that's great. And I think more people need to hear about that. I, I forget where it was. Maybe it was Westbrook or a way in or something. And, uh, you know, you were talking about you turned down a – multi-thousand dollar deal just because you didn't believe in that product i mean where does that where does that
3: come from i don't know but i don't ever want to figure out how much money i've lost by turning down stuff (laughs) (laughs) i'll probably get depressed but uh (laughs) it's just i you can't sell something you don't believe in yeah and if i don't believe in it then i'm selling it too hard and nobody will buy it nobody will believe that i you know it's just one of those things where if I'm going to represent something, it's going to be something I'm going to use and something that I believe in. And, you know, it's – uh, and not only have I walked away from a lot of money, I have left I've, – I've quit sponsorships that paid me a ton of money because they've asked me to lie about their products. Yeah. Uh... You know, and I will turn tail and leave. And, you know, so it was – yeah that's just the way it is that's the way i, I mean and you, you really want to take me off ask me to lie about a product i will and i don't care if you're my best friend or not i will, will turn around and walk away yeah And not think twice no i think that's solid man
2: i mean uh you know it, there's a lot of guys just doing things nowadays just to have that quote unquote name so to speak <laughs> yeah. and um uh, you know i think it's it's great guys like yourself that you know are vocal about that that helps these guys realize what they're doing so um, well
3: i i consider what i'm doing and what has happened to me nothing but a blessing yeah absolutely it's and and it's just as long as i stay true to myself i i'm okay with whatever happens yeah you know once i start trying to pedal in the wrong direction that's when things start happening that that are just bad you know yeah yeah so
2: well, I think at a point, if you start selling out like that, you you start to lose your credibility, and then next thing you know, your audience is going away, and you're just not surviving, right? So, yep. I mean, crazy. Yep. But uh, so let's dig a little bit into uh, the relationship with the big man. How did you two meet, Mister Mister Hoover, and
3: yourself? Oh my goodness gracious! Oh big head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one that calls him that, but it, there's a reason for that. The, uh, I met him a dozen years ago, right about the same time I was starting YouTube. So it had been about eleven years ago. He'd be able to tell you exactly which IC ca- or which uh, Bassmasters Classic it was, but it was a Classic Expo. He was in the Wilderness Systems booth. Um, I had a little chat with him. He was trying to get some business going with Bass Resource, and the and the idiot that owned that play owned Bass Resource was just that was an idiot for turning him down and uh but i met him talked to him a little bit told him i was doing this youtube thing uh he had started a youtube channel i think or was about i can't remember him and Jeff, him and jeff little were doing something together on youtube um and, and it may have been a, that may have been a different year i don't know it's they're all blend together but i I, I, when I when i left i went to my wife and i was like you know what i met this dude his name's chad and he's the first redneck i've ever met that can turn mud into money <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I told my wife, I said, if he ever wants to do any kind of business with me or partner with me or do anything, I am not gonna hesitate but jump right in the middle of it. And uh and so uh you know, I've been what's three years ago now. He came back to me and he was like, Man, you were right about that YouTube thing <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you should have stayed with it. And I said. He said, Yeah, I know. He said, But Hook One got in the way and all this other stuff because he went on the retail side of it. But uh that was right. And so he came back to me right after he left Hook One. But uh, and then the rest is history, man. I, it, him and I get along. It's like yin and yang. He's, you know, it's uh I don't know. It's pretty full, pretty cool when we get together in the same area, same room, and we kind of bounce off of each other. He's a total different personality than me, but. You know, I've been in the military long enough to be able to put up with his personality. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I can, knock, I can knock him in the nose when I need to. And tell him to tell him he needs to shake his <laughs> face. He's got a wife to do that now.
2: <laughs> oh, that's too funny, man. Uh, what, what would be a funny, funny story that happened between the two of you that nobody probably would know? oh jeez this is your opportunity to throw him under the bus for
3: doing something Ooh. <laughs> crazy things together I don't know it's a. Uh, I I love how forgetful he is yeah uh, it would be the the time he lost to Ike and Ellie I filmed that that TV show or I filmed the video the YouTube video about it but uh that boy was bald as a cue ball it was so he it let's put it this way. He went to shaving his head, or was it his head or was it his face? His head was already bald. He went to shaving his face, he broke the razor. (laughs) He broke the electric razor. We almost died. It was funny. (laughs) Luckily, somebody else had one. But, uh, yeah, he got about halfway done on one side. It was the left side. He got halfway done on the razor broke. That's the only one I think of off the top of my head. But it just, you know. The thing about Chad is is he gets a lot of criticism because he works so hard. I, sure. I think, and a lot yeah. of people, and, and, and in in what he does, you're going to piss off some people. And if you, and, yeah. you know, like my dad used to say, if you don't piss off, if you're in leadership and you don't piss off somebody once a day, you're not doing a good enough job. Right, right. Oh, uh, it's 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 one of those things where you're just going to make some people mad at you because they're not always going to agree with you. But he takes a lot of that personal. He does.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think he's he's realized that and he's kind of calmed down quite
3: a bit oh, yeah. and stepped yeah. step back and he still eats it though. I mean, it's yeah. it, you see him stirring about it and then he comes to, you know, then he'll blow up. But luckily, he started to blow up away from the public.
2: That's good. But yeah.
3: still, I wish I wish people understood where his heart was. A lot of people because I I get mad when I read a lot of the comments on Facebook about him. I just I get yeah. livid because I know they're nothing but lies.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. You know? Yeah, I mean, you know, I I think a lot of that is jealousy. I mean, look at how much the man has accomplished in in, in the kayak, bass, fishing world. Um, yep. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of other people have accomplished a lot of things, you know. But as far as, like, tournament standpoints, getting recognition of the sport and things like that, I don't think anybody can really compare to what he's done.
3: I don't think uh, anybody is willing to drain their bank account multiple times to make yeah, things. right. And he is the only person that I know of that's done that multiple times yeah. where he shows up to an event and he ain't got a penny in the bank because yep. he's put all of his money, his own personal money up front to get anything done. You show me any guy that'll do that and it, it, it's they're hard to find. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely. wouldn't.
2: <laughs> right out wouldn't jeans like tournaments canceled i'm going home <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh that's very cool man yeah i yeah it was funny uh you know uh it was interesting and i i'm not trying to bring up butcher again but you know he he's like man you get those two in the room they're like brothers like oh uh, yeah you, you yeah. know and it's it was it kind of hit me and i knew this was coming up so i i wanted to kind of kind of well, bring that up
3: but. That, that, that's one thing that reminds me of when he gets to a room a hotel room or a cabin or whatever we we're at Bienville, he cranks that air conditioning to about 52 <laughs> <laughs> he drops it to as low as it'll go so I waited for him to go to bed one night and I went around and I flipped the breaker <laughs> to the air conditioner because it was like November <laughs> He was up two hours later walking around trying to figure out what was wrong with the air conditioner. He was so mad that the air conditioner was broke. And I woke up the next morning and went over and flipped the breaker and he cussed me out. Oh, oh that's great. Oh, I love God. it. He's like an old woman. He wants it really, really hot or really, really cold. That's funny.
2: Oh, too funny, man. Too funny. So uh, what big plans you got uh, coming up, my friend? Anything big None. and exciting
3: other than uh, Well, know, the Noe Mad Outdoors sea? Expo in Cartersville, Georgia. If anybody lives up or wants to travel to northwest Georgia, um, it is the – hold on, let me look at my calendar so I don't tell the wrong dates. I know it's like the 21st of September, but let me pull up my calendar and look at it. Um, come on, calendar. Skype's taking too much stuff out of my – September October come on <laughs> I'm scanning too fast there we go the 21st and 22nd uh, at the Carter uh, in Cartersville it's called the noE 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 Outdoors Expo and I am headlining and doing seminars all day on Sunday the 22nd Oh nice very cool so, and that's the next big thing um there's a bunch of little things coming up but i just got back from minnesota after being gone for about 14 days and uh so i'm just kind of getting caught up on my honeydew list you you guys don't even want to see what my office looks like it's got boxes uh, stacked halfway up to the ceiling that i've got to go through and it's not all tackle it's just all my junk that's accumulated sure and then dove season starts in a week and a half so or in two weeks and my kids are real excited about going and shooting little birds
0: very cool. They taste they taste phenomenal. Not a lot of oh, people yeah, know yeah. that, but doves taste phenomenal. Yeah, yeah I, I'm a dove I, fan.
3: I I throw them in some batter and fry them up and make you want to yeah. snap the back of your head. <laughs>
0: Take like a little little apple slice wrap it in bacon. Oh, uh-huh. that's really
3: good man, <laughs> fry it up.
0: It's really good.
3: Yeah, and we have a we have a state uh, dove field like four miles down from my house, and so I get there real early. I know where the best spot on the field is annually, and we set up and. And we pitch a tent and the kids hang out. We turn the Georgia game on and listen to the Georgia game because we get good Wi-Fi or good uh, good cell signal. and We just have a little party and it starts at noon. So we start shooting and having fun.
0: Oh, that's awesome. But, very cool. Yeah, my daughter
3: wants to do it this year. She probably won't shoot, but she's going to be there bird dogging.
0: Nice. Very cool. <laughs> very cool.
3: Very cool, man. Well, uh, uh,
2: Ricketts, you got any other questions for our man here, man?
0: Yeah, man. So, a couple of your videos, more than just one. You talked about how you got the name Fluke Master. Yep. And, um, and then the other one you were talking about, if you can only have one rod, it would be a medium. It does yep. that still is that still the case with your rods? Because I watched that video, and I have four mediums, and <laughs> I can I can understand now. And I went out and I bought them after I watched your video. Yep. I was like, okay, because it was just like everybody you hear everybody talk is medium heavy, medium heavy, medium heavy. You never really talk about a medium rod, and I'm like, okay, he's on something. This guy's, he's a fluke master. He knows what he's talking about. So I went out <laughs> and and uh, I love it. I have, it's it's if I carry one rod, it's always the medium. If I can only have one, yeah. so is that still is it still the same thing? Like very
3: much so. I have five mediums that I'll fit. I'll f- I'll fumble through and uh, figure out which one I want because a a medium. Fast action six uh, six ten will be a little bit stiffer than a medium fast fast action seven one, and so depending, I've gotten really really picky about which one I have for what technique now. But a, a seven one is still a great top water rod. It, they just cover so many more uh, tackle or many it's so many more lures in a medium than you do a medium heavy. Yeah. You know, so you know, and they're all mostly moving lures. So if I wanna, you know, I wanna search for fish, I'm throwing a chatterbait on a medium fast. I'm throwing a buzzbait on a medium fast. I'm throwing a spinnerbait, a square bill, you know, all of my favorite search baits. I'm throwing on a medium fast. And if I find them, then all I gotta do is grab a shaky head, which I'll or a quarter ounce shaky head, a larger one, or um, a light jig or a light Texas rig or all those, because I I used to be where I only would fish quarter ounce or lighter for <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. And then when I get up to those three eighths to halves, that's when I go to the medium heavies. But it just covers so much and top water spooks. Yeah. You can't beat a medium fast. No. Wow. You know, and so until you go to braid, I tried it on a braid once, and I'm like, nope, I'm going back to Co mo- to, um, copoly or monofilament. For His a medium. Huh? Yeah, for a medium. I just, I would jerk it out of their mouth too much. Oh. I was used to setting the hook on mono. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Got <laughs> <about a> stretch <laughs> on that hook set, yeah. Interesting. See, so you, you throw a jig with a
3: medium. I throw a light jig with a medium, quarter ounce yeah. jig with a medium. Right on. You know, and I make sure, you got to make sure it's got a light wire hook, which most of them will anyway. You know, yeah. so like much finesse jigs. Yeah, that kind of stuff but if i'm 99 percent of the time i'm throwing a three-eighths ounce jig if i'm throwing a you know a full-size jig yeah. and that's i'll have a, a seven three medium heavy fast or medium medium heavy moderate rod nice
0: know. very interesting so for our for our audience that may have not watched the video where you talk about how you got your name do you want to run through that real quick
3: oh yeah it's real quick uh back in the early 2002, 2003, I just, or it was 2002. Um, I found, um, the world of bass fishing forums and, uh, I signed up for the, um, bass fishing homepage, which no longer exists and had to come up with a screen name. And at that period of time, I was trying to learn how to fish a fluke. So it was more motivation than it was Telling everybody I was the master of flukes. So I just, <laughs> just kind of threw the screen name up of Fluke Master. And that's back when everybody was calling themselves Master of Everything.
2: Yeah, right.
1: right.
3: You got Ed Bassmaster, you know. And- <laughs> youtube he started on the forums and that was his screen name on the forums and so he went onto youtube and started a youtube channel called ed bassmaster i love that guy and it stuck you know and i owe so much to him because when i started youtube i bounced a lot of questions off of him because he was part of the bass fishing forums i was part of so i was bouncing all kinds of questions on off of him about youtube when i realized he was making money doing it i'm like well heck how can i do that you know (laughs) and so um but anyway so i i just picked fluke master well you know youtube came along and it just kind of snowballed and i was just like man i really don't want to be called fluke master the rest of my life so i tried to change it you know my original name of my of my channel was the fishing partner and some of the guys from bass resource basically told asked me what the hell i was thinking and uh told me that that my brand name was fluke master so i changed it back to flute master and you know just stuck to it and then that's when the a little bit a little while later i started uh introducing myself as gene jensen at the beginning of the video so i could separate me from the brand name instead of me being flute master <laughs> right. it doesn't bother me anymore but it just you know it was just one of those things where i knew it needed to be done so very cool that's very cool yeah
2: i i remember well i met you i met you at the madison fishing show this past year and uh, I was like, "Do I call him Fluke or do I call him Gene?" How does this <laughs> I <go?" laughs> And I, I, I think I called you Gene, so it was all right. We had a good yep. conversation about uh, your uh, Torquedo mount on the back of your Bonafide. Uh, uh, yeah. Yep. So it was very cool. Very cool, man. So, um, why don't you, uh, for those that are sleeping under a rock, uh, where they can find you on social media, YouTube, all that good stuff.
3: Um you can pretty much search Fluke master on Instagram and on Facebook and on uh on YouTube. I don't do much for um Twitter. Um and then uh I do have a Snapchat account that my son runs for me. And then uh but other than that, it's that's, you know, you, or if you go to YouTube and fish how to, and and search how to fish, you'll find me. Yeah, pretty, absolutely. So, but uh yeah, it's pretty simple. Just look up Fluke Master, Fluke Master, or How to Fish, and look for the guy with the red Georgia Bulldog hat on, and you'll find me.
2: Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Um, want to shout out any sponsors or anything like that, man?
3: Um, yeah, I want you guys. Everybody needs to come and just take a look at the new colors for Bonafide. Uh, they they changed yeah. their colors this year. Uh, they're pretty wicked. I love the red and black one. Go dogs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, they got a special yeah, one with the with the uh, bulldogs logo cut out in the uh, in the C deck the for you. I think only way I'm gonna do that is I'll have to do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can get Luther to do that one for me. Um, yeah, that's uh, I'm pretty excited about. It. And They got a new camo color that's really really wicked. Yeah. And I was wondering when they were gonna start doing the multi multicolors because they're their, uh, their oven and their, the way their oven works, Yep. you're able to get those really, really cool blends. Yeah. Right. right. a lot better than just the tumbler type style that other companies use. And so you, you get a good, what we call a good lay of, of plastic. And so you'll see those colors looking really nice, but I'll probably get a 107 in the camo color. Cause I'll probably hunt out of it. Nice. And then, uh, and then the 127, I'm definitely gonna have to figure out how I can get that red and black one. Heck so, yeah,
0: sure. But well, uh, tell, her, tell everybody where they can get your shirts.
3: Um, the actually, shirts. actually, they'll be able to get my shirts here in about a week at Flukemaster.com. I had to um, had to shut down my website because the guy that was running it was stealing all my money.
0: Ooh. Oh.
3: And so, uh, luckily, I only lost a couple grand. And then, uh, but. He was also running Chad's deal, and Chad lost a lot. Oh, yeah. That was big, his biggest stress this last year, and now he's got to sue the guy. Yeah. Oh, no. But uh, so the new website's ready to go. We got all new shirts, all new hats, all new everything, and these guys are really, really awesome. So we're really going to start pushing that hard as soon as we, we go live. Very cool. Uh, and so I'm I'm going to sell out to my own website because <laughs> I'm going to be – pushing it <laughs> i owe those website guys a lot of money right now so i'm gonna be pushing it hard That's
0: well awesome. sign me up i'll help out <laughs> yeah man yeah i probably
3: same. won't get a check about from that for about a year or two. <laughs> Oh man
0: oh man
3: <laughs> but uh but anyway so yeah it's gonna be really really neat and it's all gonna be top quality stuff i'm not going the cheap cheap route awesome uh, so yeah i'm pretty excited about that but this was the test shirt i kind of don't like it because the we're gonna change it up because the the print is really really thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a big sweat band that sits yeah. right here and makes you, <laughs> your chest just sweat. Right, right. It's right. definitely change, but I'm real picky, right. and so uh, what we're gonna get on the website is anything that's on there. I'm gonna be pretty picky about. But yeah,
2: yeah. Going back to the bonafides, we talked to Luther. I don't know. That was what a month ago, Jason. It was right Not after ICAST. And uh, he hinted – you asked the question, I believe, multicolored boat. And when I saw the picture go up the other day, I was like, oh, well, there you go, Ricketts. He he hinted (laughs) at it. Yeah, (laughs) he hinted, but he wouldn't – Secret. Yeah, no, he's like, well, maybe. I don't know when. Well, actually, I do know when. You'll just have to wait. I can't say anything.
3: Secret for nothing. (laughs) he cannot
2: keep a
0: secret for anything oh, no. yeah. oh man well he's it's one of ex- the nicest
2: guys you'll ever
3: meet too oh man.
2: yeah yeah super nice super kind and what a smart businessman um yeah just just an incredible person man
3: so. yeah i promise you if they ever come out with a pedal drive it will be the best on the market you oh know? yeah because like, he, he's not going to come out with anything less right that's for sure i mean i he I don't even think they're working on one, but who knows?
2: Yeah, he uh, was—he was kind of surprised because we got—I don't know—we were probably what forty-five minutes, an hour through that. And he's like, "Man, I'm really proud of you guys. You haven't asked the pedal drive question." (laughs) We're (laughs) like, "We've heard the answer a hundred times, man. Why beat a dead horse, right? You know, so yeah,
3: yeah." So.
2: It was kind of funny, but uh, oh, very cool, man. Very cool.
3: You know, even though they aren't pedal drives, I absolutely love fishing out of them. Yeah, oh, yeah. you know, and I've been in the PA fourteen, and I've been in the Jackson, and I've been, yeah. and they're all great kayaks. I don't fault any of them. It's just a lot more enjoyable being in that boat, knowing yeah. where everything is, knowing that everything has a purpose. Every spot on that boat has a purpose, and it's just a good fishing platform. You okay. know, yeah, and I can't say it's better than anything else. I loved the Hobie. The Hobie was just big and heavy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and it wasn't a paddle. It was not a paddling kayak. If you no. were, if you had to paddle, it was not a paddling kayak. And so I wouldn't put that thing in us in the uh, Louisiana marsh for nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when they came, what was the last one they just came out with? Not the pedal drive, but the the uh, the boat itself. Um. The new the, boat.
0: The, the, the Compass.
3: Yeah, was it the Compass? What was the one that they remade? That they just oh, the Outback. The Outback, outback. the new yeah. Outback. Yeah. I told them flat out they hit a home run with it because it's a good pedaling boat, and it's a good paddling boat. You know, it's one yeah. of those you can take to the marsh. and good Because I've watched people that had PA-14s pack up and go home from Louisiana because they couldn't fish. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, well, and that's wow. true. But you know, Crazy, every every person has their own their own likes and dislikes about kayaks. That's why we yeah. that's why we always say, yep. go try them, go yep. test them. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, I you got know. I got one more thing, man. Before we wrap yeah. up. And I forgot to ask you about this earlier. So, again, huge fan. I watch all your videos. Specifically, the, the one I, that really I hung on was your, was your double-digit bass. You had it hanging off the side of the, of the Hobie, since we're talking about the Hobie. Man, just walk me through that day. Like, walk <laughs> me through how oh. that came about. Because I saw your face, and you're laughing like you're laughing now, right? <laughs> you lit up, and you have the smile, man. You were just uh-huh. a yeah, life-changing, so... life-changing event right there.
3: It was a photo shoot for Hobie in Alabama. A lot of people don't know this. Wow! It was a photo shoot just outside of, uh, of um, Auburn, Alabama. They gave me GPS coordinates to this place. You had to go through a gate down a long dirt road, and then you ran into a cabin. And, um, and so when I got there, we had already been filming for two days prior. So this was a different location. And, uh, I got there and Hank Parker was setting up for his TV show and he had been with us for the last two or three days and Hank Parker and I go not way back, but we used to do, uh, um, uh, heroes on the water stuff. We used to take take, uh, vets fishing all the time back. We did an event once a year where we met up and his dentist would organize it and I would show up and, and, uh, I was just another one of the guides. I wasn't really a a celebrity, but Hank was, um, but anyway so hank was there setting up his stuff and uh i can't remember how long it took me to get on the water but i waited for him to get his his crew on the water they were doing the the uh the kayak stuff and it was a wasn't a huge lake and he went left and i went right i want to stay out of his shot so i just decided i'd go the opposite direction he went and i just started fishing well up he went up towards the shallow shallower water that had a bunch of standing timber and i went to the dam which is where i go at the right when i start fishing a small lake anyway i always go to the dam and so i went to the dam and i was throwing a texas rig and just kind of messing around and messing around caught one or two um turned the corner and there's this big huge log or the tree trunk laying in the water. And uh they were spawning. I didn't I didn't know it at the time, but they were spawning. But I set up on this log, anchored down, threw up to the front of it or up to the out to the end of it with a um what was it? A a Biospawn Biocraw uh Texas rig. And as soon as it hit the water next to that log I saw the water turn. And so I kind of laid my rod down and let the, let the line go slack so whatever it was it turned on, it can find it and get it. And so all of a sudden it started swimming away from the log and I laid into it and the rest is in the video. It was just, you know, and then Hank Parker didn't talk to me for like a day and a half later. <laughs> 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 I was like, what do I do? You know? I know he went by and tried to catch it a couple of times, or at least he fished that spot a couple of times. I don't know if he's trying to catch the fish. I hooked into her one more time that day, and oh, she wow. she threw it. I was a little bit further away, and I never got a good hook set, and she threw it. It was either her or somebody, a fish exactly the same size. Wow. wow. Yeah, and so it was a special little lake. They, they put tilapia in it every year, and then it gets too cold in the wintertime for the tilapia to live, and they die. Oh wow! And so they restock it with tilapia every year, and it never overpopulate because of the water temperatures.
2: Yeah, so, crazy.
3: And it was a little hunting club at lake, so it was a it was a private lake. But that's almost what you have to do to catch a ten pounder these days, you know, unless you're what's in what's on your Gene Wilson.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say unless <laughs> yeah. you go hang out with Gene
3: Wilson. Yeah, I'm gonna go be her buddy for a while.
2: <laughs> yeah, I
3: keep t- I keep
2: commenting on Facebook that I need to like learn her ways and
0: uh she it's
2: she laughs beautiful. at
0: me all the time but uh, slide into in her dm fun? like Butcher said
3: yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> she fishes with a worm and that's about all she fishes with.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah she yeah. does you know, a nice punching rig she punches through that thick thick stuff down there and yep airs them up man
3: that's yep. awesome location 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 yes, oh yeah
0: sir yes sir
3: <laughs> very
0: cool man
2: Awesome. Well, thank you again. Uh, we can't thank you enough for taking some time out this evening and chatting with us. I mean, great conversation, man. Thanks for all the insight, the backstory, the funny stories, the information, man. So definitely appreciate it. Um, with that being said, guys, be sure to go check out the website. Uh, all the revamps have been done. Got the store up, blogs, gear pages for all the hosts, everything. Go check it out. Uh, got some new t-shirt designs up. Check it out. Uh, if you guys got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest, something like that, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N in fin at gmail.com. At Paddle and fin on Facebook, Instagram. Shout out to our supporters, Rocktown Adventures, Loveland Canoe and Kayak, Hammered Lures, Coyote Sunglasses, Fish Mob Lures, and Southern Lake Co., and the latest one, TRC Covers. TRC yes. Covers. TRC covers
0: so check out that, our new hats the <laughs> we got the hats going on pre-order yeah. right now yeah. pushing those out the door Yeah.
2: So, but uh, most importantly guys don't forget about the recycled plastics program save your used beat up plastics throw them in a little baggie mail them to the address in the show notes our good friend Eric Richards over at Hammered Lures will melt those down make new baits and donate them to the heroes on the water so give them to Eric not the garbage man Until next time, guys, tight lines, smooth paddling.